All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How we doing, boys? Good, good. We lit. Every day we lit. So let me ask you this. So you <laughs> you just got ta- you just got done talking about Resident Evil Eight and how we just got done with it. Yeah, spoiler, I guess. Well, we're not going to talk about any other uh, spoilers. But if you had to put one athlete as any video game character, like mainstream video game character, okay. it could be Call of Duty, it could be Res. Red Dead Redemption could be Resident Evil. What athlete do you think has the best comparison to a video game character? Gardner Minshew as Arthur Morgan. Oh, okay. Dead Arthur Redemption Morgan. Too. Okay. I think Carson Wentz was any of the Far Cry people. That guy loves outdoors, hunting, bows and arrows. That seems like a Far Cry. Like, if I dropped Carson Wentz in like a random island, it was like survive. I think he could do it. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this. So we're off video games a little bit. Name me one person who would be a, like they have a good comparison to a movie character. I'm going Luca in the White Dude and White Man Can't Jump. I'm going The Rock okay. in any of the Fast and Furious movies. He looks just like that guy. In that movie. <laughs> He's a wrestler and he works. You know, we've never seen Dwayne Johnson in The Rock in the I've same room. I've never seen them never in the seen same room. <laughs> I don't know if they're like. Is that his twin brother? I mean, it's the Boulder. Uh, <laughs> it's the boulder. His younger brother's uh, the pebble. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't know. D- Nikola Jokic as a uh, Vin Diesel. Nikola Jokic as the Joker. Just gotta copy that face on there. So talking about Nikola Jokic, we gotta talk about how since we've had the podcast, oh, yeah. he won MVP. Yeah, he did. Um, being that he did. the first center to win MVP since, since two thousand, and, and Shaq doing it. So how do we feel about that? I mean, uh, I think that he deserves it, but. The but what I think he deserves it, but since they got swept, now there's controversy about him there's, winning. There's it. controversy because they got swept by the Suns. But I didn't like how there was so much, like there was so much of a difference between first and second. Like, don't I, get me wrong, I think that he should have won, but like I think that Joel should have got like Joel Embiid, who yes, was but, arguably the second best, finished like fourth. Chris Paul got third. Yes, but I think the reason why you're an MVP is. If we're going off like pure skill and talent, like maybe Steph Curry, Steph people are saying Steph Curry should have been MVP. He didn't even make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and like you know maybe in like points and everything, but I think it's like right, it's like MVP in like football. It's like yeah. there's more to that aspect of did he play good? Like Patrick Mahomes playing on an elite level, leading that team, being the leader. Like there's a lot I think on the back half that comes into it's, it. It's a lot of times now. They are, instead of being most valuable player to their team, it's most valuable player to the league, and it's usually the player with the best stats. Well, that's the thing, is that what – that's kind of what I was going to hit yeah. on. What should the MVP be based on? Because it's the most valuable player, but if you even look at the NBA this past year, I mean, Steph had the scoring title. So, yeah. like, he had the best stats, and I don't think he even finished in the top five. Well, he, yeah. I think – He might have finished number five, actually. I think I think it, two things. Have they won it before? Mm-hmm. What do they do to get that to win? Yeah. And I think it's most valuable player. Like, if I was about to draft a basketball team, you would need to be like, as of right now, this year, what player would I want number one? And the Joker's the best center. He's great. And I do think that, like, yes, the him getting swept, but he was ejected in game seven, which was like a very weird call. And yeah, he didn't have his two other players. Team. Game four. Game they four. got swept. My bad. <laughs> 
Same thing, elimination. Yeah, yeah elimination but you're, you're, game. Yeah. I'm thinking of something else and everything, but Chris Paul was great, but he's not exactly like he got 37. He doesn't stat, stat line it Yeah, up. so like I think it's also like the NBA should look at if I was going to make a team, who am I selecting first overall? And then Jokic was selected. He played all games. I think that's why Joel Embiid didn't make it. I, th- I think he was I, the I most think he played player. like what? Thir- I mean, it's the same thing why I think like Kawhi Leonard will never win like MVP because he takes games off. Like yeah. It's like I, I, I he's great. He's fantastic. He's brought the Clippers back with Paul George from elimination pretty much. And, and, and down 0-2 in, in this yeah. series. And I'm against, still salty like, the Mavericks lost that series. And they're even doing it against the Jazz, which I think is like, hey, like look at us, they're doing great. And if they if they beat the Jazz, that puts the Clippers back on the map. It's yeah. like number one, especially with, so like, but will Paul George or Kawhi ever win? No, not with taking days off. And you know, yeah. there's all these other things that I, people talk about. I think it's a just like the NFL, it's a popularity contest. Do you think that winning it before? Gives you a greater chance, a lesser, lesser, lesser chance, or an equal chance. Before what? Like oh, if you've it won already? it before, if you've won it, say for instance Giannis, or say for instance Russell Westbrook when he like won it in I think it was like 2016. Yeah, and it was that James Harden, Giannis, and and Russell Westbrook, and a lot of people. Russell Westbrook did the exact same thing he did in his MVP caliber season of yeah. averaging a triple-double and even improved on it a little bit, and he didn't win it because of I James think, Harden or because of Giannis. I think, I think it's you don't win it back-to-back because that looks very weird for the league. Like the, it, Giannis won it back-to-back, though. Yes, but I think but that, that was, like, undeniably. Yeah, like, that was, like, he did so good, but it's, like, Yo, it's like it's like you got to build upon it in order to win it back yeah, and to I back think that's and hope why no one I, else I, is I back it. Russell Westbrook's win because like he did what he won to get MVP and then he improved upon it. But that was like Giannis's like thing like breakout year and like I, I think, think that James Harden should have won it that year personally. No, I do too. He he went. He, I think James Harden that year when he was playing for the Rockets averaged like thirty five. Or it was like thirty three or thirty five, but it was head and shoulders. And don't get me wrong, you're hundred percent right. That's of when Giannis Chris Paul was on the team, this right? huge step up. Was, yes, this was when Chris Paul was on the team. It's like, well, this is welcoming party of like, yo, this Greek freak is like actually legit, and it's like he became popular. And do I think James Harden should have won at least one MVP? I don't think he's ever won it. Has no, he. I think he no. should deserve. Wait. Hold on, let me. He might let have me won it up. once. I don't know off the top of my head. I think it's harder. Like mm-hmm. LeBron sometimes should win MVP because of like just like how great he is. But then it's like you're not going to give it to him again because we've seen how great he was before. Yeah. I'm not going to give him the MVP. He's already won four, I believe. Yeah, like except if you're Michael Jordan, you take it personally. But yeah, <laughs> um, I um back to the Jokic thing and MVP or not MVP, but the series with the Suns. How do y'all feel about the ejection? I thought I understand why they did it because Nikola Jokic like he, he like wound up to hit the ball um, and it did hit the guy's face but he didn't mean he, to he didn't mean to and it went all in like if he hit him like on the arm and it was like completely different from where the ball was yeah, yeah. that's one thing and honestly I could understand having a flagrant one but for a flagrant two to kick him out the game and this is when they're down 3-0 against the Suns and, and, and they have to the best player on the team and this is MVP. without Jamal Murray so it's uh, just inexcusable I feel I think I can I can understand why it happened mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the questions of like also, Devin Booker like instigated like a fight after it, which I get he's sticking up for his guy, but that didn't help matters. So, I think the question is, 
we already have a problem in the in the rules of the league where players are con- like talking about how like they're getting fouled for no reason. They don't understand what's going on. And I think that does everyone need to be graded equally, or is it like game three? You're down. You're going to lose. LeBron needs to go up. He gets hit, or he hits the guy who he's trying to go for the ball. Do you eject him because you got to make sure everything's fair? Or in the back of the mind, the ref's got to go, this is do or die for the Nuggets. Like, yeah. we can't eject. Like, they I, should. It's, it's like football. It's like, yeah. well, uh, I mean, it looked like passing interference, but, like, this is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, what do we do? I don't know. Like, it just depends on the game. Because some games you'll watch, like, in NFL, NBA, any playoff games, and the refs will, like, let them be more physical. Well, I think I think that but the refs. But don't. I, I don't know. I, I do think that the league, because I've seen the argument, has a league gone soft. Or players, yes. and I—I I mean, yes. If you're going to compare it to the bad boy Pistons era, where like they would basically punch you out of midair and be like, <laughs> basically teabag you after, get up, yeah, and then do it again. <laughs> now talk. Like I don't think <laughs> that I think I saw a great thing. I, I forget who was talking about. It's like scoring goes up when you're less physical. Yeah, people can glide through, you know, go for points. But like, if someone was going to truck you halfway through your dunk, yeah. you're not going to dunk as much. I just think the situation. Sorry. No, go ahead. So I. I'll go ahead and say mine. Yeah, so it. I think that it just needs to be consistent. Yeah. Um, and I understand why you would do it in like game seven or like you wouldn't want to do it in game seven because it's do or die or like Nikola Jokic who's down 3-0 in the series or whatever. But if like I, I just don't think that there should be any leniency just because of, oh, we shouldn't give a, a nugget guy a flagrant foul because he's down in the series yeah, or well, oh it's game seven so we need to give it and i understand why in football and in basketball why you would call less fouls because it's like this they, is a big deal they, remember, remember they just the, overdid it remember in the nfl when like they were calling holding calls on like every play and, now they and the nfl was like hey listen we know it's getting held, but you're slowing the game down and you're messing with things. Like, it needs to be egregious. So, yeah. And I, I think that's the problem. I think the problem that I have with that is that in the NFL, holding is literally on every single play. If yeah, you look if you look hard enough, there's going to be holding. No matter what play you look at, no matter what year it is in the history of the NFL. But in the NBA, I feel like it's a little bit more... There's less it's, players. It's, there's less players, but also... It doesn't happen. That it often. doesn't happen as often as holding. Like if there's a blocking foul, you might see that slam a couple times a game, and like for the most part, m- most people are gonna call it. But like, it's not every single time somebody yeah. runs down the floor, there's gonna be some kind of foul or yeah. something like that. I, I think that I think the optics is what's wrong. If this yeah. was a random game against the Suns and the Nuggets, and we wouldn't be talking about it. Maybe it might be something because it happened to Jokic, but. This eliminated the Nuggets MVP, and I do think that I feel sorry for the Nuggets. I think if they did have Jamal Murray, that's a completely different series. I they're taking at least two. They might have won two games. They might have won, and I think the Suns are on fire right now. Like they are. I mean, literally, the name of the team is the Suns, and they're heating up. Chris Paul's nasty, bro. I think he dropped what thirty-seven. Like. He's like the sec- he, second oldest player to drop thirty-seven. Yeah, and or thirty had, plus in a playoff game. And he's the, I think the first player to play have fifteen assists, no turnovers in three different decades. Yeah, and with three different teams because yeah. he did it with um, New Orleans. He did it with New Orleans. He did it with the Thunder. Um, oh. it, it might have been the Clippers or it might have been the Thunder, but yeah. I know that he's done it with three different now, teams. 
You said three decades. No, we're talking. But no, he did it in three, three decades, decades too. Three because he did it when he was with uh, New Orleans. That was in like 2009 to the 2000s, and then uh, the Clippers was 20, 2010. Okay, okay. And then no, 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 2020. I am getting old. Does, does he yeah. become the best point guard of all time? No, but I don't think he beats Magic. But he's in the top five. I don't think his. I don't think his stats will ever live up. For him to get that yeah, top, but everyone's but gonna if you're, know who he is. But if you're gonna say who is the most valuable point guard of all time, who's gonna change the culture? Who's yeah. gonna be? If you're saying who's the best leader of all time, I would go with Chris Paul because no matter what team he's been on, other than, other than the Rockets to a certain extent, because I feel like the Rockets were kind of underwhelming, but the Clippers, the Pelicans, the uh, Thunder, the Suns. Every team, he's they have, he's elevated and not elevated them slightly. Oh, they've got slightly better. He's elevated them to championship potential. I mean, remember the Thunder was god awful. God blew awful. off the team, and then they get Chris Paul, and like they basically get to the. Uh, did they go to the playoffs or basically? They, they went to the playoffs. They won yeah. a series. Yeah. yeah, like it's like you did. Except that was the one game I they remember. They beat the Jazz, right? No, because no. uh, it was the, the last year. It was the Jazz versus the. Um, Jazz versus the Nuggets. Nuggets. And the Nuggets came back yeah. and they won. So who they think, beat? I'm going to look. I'm pretty sure it's like Portland. I, d- I do think they – I think they won – or I think they got there, but I think oh, they lost. They, I think yeah. they either won – They lost won, in like game seven. Yes. Yes. I think they lost to Portland actually. Yeah, that's, a, that's and I do. Was. I do think there's always the what-if situation with Chris Paul because he was the only player that I can remember that was like – like David Stern said, nah, he is not going to the to Lakers. Lakers yeah. And I wonder how that would have changed. I know that people can say that him Still and Kobe would have never that. got on. But like that was like the first idea of like the super team, like well, unstoppable. I, I think that – I personally think that if Chris Paul would have went there, they would have won two more yeah. at least because I think what – you see a little bit later is you see Kobe, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, but what they wanted in Steve Nash or what, yeah, what they got in Steve Nash. No, I'm sorry. What they wanted in Steve Nash was what Chris Paul was, but Chris Paul was in his prime. Steve Nash was kind of a little I, bit I out of it. He got that injured. I know yeah. that. I know that. Also, the Chris Paul, he got injuries every single time he make it to Dude, the playoffs. I remember the Clippers. This was like the year that they thought they were going to do it when they had JJ Redick, Jamal Crawford, a solid bench, and they were up like three one against the Rockets to go to the Western Conference Finals, and they had just beat the Spurs the series before and then Chris Paul like pulled his hamstring and Houston came back three, one or something. And Blake Griffin had to like play point guard or something. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Even Cause in, even that used the, to be my team. Cause I, I was a huge Chris Paul fan in high school, even, even in the Rockets when they missed like what, 27 straight threes in a row. Yeah. And they were up on the, on the golden state warriors and they lost. And I just, I want the Suns to win the finals. I, I want Chris Paul to win. I think the Suns can win. Sure. But I feel like Chris Paul deserves it. So right now we have the Suns who beat the Nuggets 4-0. Right now we have the Jazz and the Clippers who Tied are 2-2. Two, two. Two. Who do you think is the favorites to come out of the West? And I and I know that the Suns, we might want to I say still, the Suns. But I still think the Clippers are the favorites. You still think they're, they're the favorites? Connor, what do you think? Whatever team comes out of the, the Clippers-Jazz is probably the team I'm going to pick. And, and I hate giving – sorry. Go ahead. I hate giving Phoenix an underdog status, but they're unproven. I think, Other than Chris Paul. Yes. Phoenix beat the Lakers. In retrospect, Anthony Davis was hurt. LeBron was somewhat hurt. And the Lakers bench is god-awful. 
Then they beat the Nuggets. They're out. Jamal Murray and Jokic is, is a great center. He's an MVP, but we aren't in the era where the center is like Akeem, where it's like they are like the the, the center is the position you want to have at the best yeah. at. It's yes, he's great. He's he's able to distribute the ball as, as like a point guard, but he's a big man and he can score. But his team isn't as good as the Suns teams. If you you know for if you take out the superstars, the Suns have yeah. a better team than the Nuggets. It's just Nuggets had Jamal Murray and Joker, who was like one the, one man army, like the basically the two people you need to run a title. Yeah. Um. So if the Suns play the Clippers or the Jazz, if both of those teams are healthy, I think mm-hmm. that is when you're fully going to get like a. Both teams are healthy. It is time that we're going to watch some amazing basketball go down. So I actually think that the Suns are the favorites. And the reason why is actually the big man. Um, DeAndre Aiden. Because I think DeAndre Aiden is the best big man in the playoffs. And I know you could say Rudy Gobert with the Jazz. Rudy Gobert in the West. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that he's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But, like, we're talking about DeAndre Aiden, which in in my mind is like. 20, he is a 20 and 15 machine. Like, mm-hmm. gives you 20 points, 15 rebounds. Athletic, too. And athletic, too. And the Clippers, they don't really have a big man, per se. Um, the well, They got Zubak. Zubak. I don't. I think Zubak starts yeah, the center. Yeah, I don't even know who they have a center. Pick and roller. He's like a yeah, but more athletic Cody Zeller. The, on, the only person they really have <laughs> Rest in is peace, Cody Zeller. He's not dead, but <laughs> in, is Rudy Gobert and Ru- Rudy yeah. Gobert like defensive he, player, defensive player, but he's not going to give you twenty points yeah. for sure. Um, so I wanted to say something go about ahead. the Clippers and uh, Jazz series. Um, main thing I noticed about the Clippers, and it was what uh, Ernie and Chuck said on NBA on TNT, is like the Clippers are the scariest team if they're on because. If you play them inside, they're just going to light you up from three. You play them, stop the three, they got people to finish inside. Reggie Jackson, Kawhi, Paul George, Keith Morris. It's like they're a two-edged sword. You just got to pick your poison and hope you outscore them. But they also have the defense, too. I think the the good, the best thing about the Clippers is Kawhi is, like, the only player, like, in the in the playoffs that can guard all five. Like, yeah. Kawhi basically is, like... Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it, it's like... God, I mean, I know that. Did you see his dunk? Yeah, Kawhi frustrates. <laughs> Which me. time when he dunked over uh, Derek Favors or when he dunked over the guy in the first round the, on the, the Derek, the Derek Favors one was. Uh, I, I, more I'm disgusting. so confused by Kawhi. Like he, when he is on, I think is the deadliest player we've seen this like if, this generation. If, if you, if I was running a team and they a said update. this man is on fire. I do not want Kawhi Leonard playing against me. Yeah. That man is like it pisses me off too when Kawhi shoots because the net never moves. It just hits the rim and goes. It's Burr. actually illegal. It's a hologram. <laughs> I swear to God, guys, I've seen it. Birds it, aren't real. It goes. Boom. Yeah, it's just it's, and it's, it's like I was like they're about to really get swept by the Jazz here, and it was just like he really nope, is just like a silent assassin. They come back and they're both scoring like thirty points each, and it's like what is this team doing? <laughs> and so I'm gonna say. I think the Clippers are the most deadly team when they're on. But the thing that I would say is that Donovan Mitchell is a certified superstar. He is going off and and is going to be the future of the league, in my personal opinion. Him and Luka, to me, are going to be the futures. But he is going to have (laughs) – 
there are going to have to be other people who step up. Yeah. Because what I saw in that game last night is that Donovan Mitchell is going to play well, but nobody else is going to play well. And if that's the case, that we've seen this time and time again with the Bucks, with other people, e- even to a certain extent, LeBron James and stuff yeah. like that. Like, if you don't have a supporting team around you, you're not going to win a series. And you might win a game, um, but you're not going to win a full series, especially a team with – Kawhi, who's averaging 30 points in the playoffs. With PG, PG-13, Paul George, who's averaging 24 in the playoffs. Pandemic P. Pandemic P. I will say, um, Spida is like D-Wade's favorite player. D-Wade was like at the game cheering him on when he had like almost 50. Because It's like his reincarnation D-Wade, of himself or something. Yeah, well, Spida is very similar to the way the, the style that he plays is yeah. very much like D-Wade, for yeah. sure. So, going to the Eastern Conference, right now we have the um, – right now we have Hawks. Nets and the, the Bucks who are tied at 2-2. But the most notable story of the other night was Kyrie Irving going down Sprained with a high ankle, ankle sprain. No, that's not um, good. And the, the big thing is, is that – James Harden just got declared active for tonight. Is he coming back early on purpose? Apparently he's playing. I'm just worried that James Harden is going to do what KD did in the finals finals, uh, against the Raptors a couple years back. back Where he came back too early, tore his ACL, and put himself even in a worse spot. So I I don't want to say the Nets are out of it because you can never count KD out of anything. But without Kyrie, who Kyrie was – Arguably averaging 25, and not arguably, but he was averaging about 25 points per game in the playoffs. Yeah. KD right now is averaging yeah. about 30. But you take Kyrie out of the equation, mm-hmm. I don't know whether anybody can stop. Not Giannis, because Giannis is is a baller, don't Two get me wrong. Dunk. But, bro, I don't know whether anybody's going to stop Chris Middleton. Yeah. Well, because Chris Middleton's saying. been going off, bro. Dude, He's been averaging like 22. Dude, that's what I said like two weeks ago. I said if Chris Middleton can step up and and Giannis can be – that's what you said. Giannis can be the secondary threat. Their defense can handle the rest of it. Yeah. They're solid. Drew Holiday is like the best defensive point guard in the league, Yeah, which I, I was trying to tell you earlier in the year. I just didn't – But I, I'm thinking – I'll say right now. If the Nets are healthy, they win all of this. I mean, if KD – James Harden and Kevin Durant if, all play. If, yeah. So I will say this: if I said if they don't win this year, it's a bust. If they make it next year and all of them are healthy, they're winning that title. But I'm I don't think K KD is coming back. I mean Kyrie's coming back the rest of the seat, the rest of the game. High ankle sprain could mess you up for a, like, yeah, for like months. So like I think they're like I know if Milwaukee can play, I don't think they're beating whoever's in the West. If they, even if they beat Milwaukee, like. Because they they can just put that pressure on you, and if they have to lock up one player, like I know Blake Griffin did a really good job, like keeping Giannis out of like he had like eighteen points still or whatever. Yeah, but but, but Blake Griffin they might also, give you one one game where he's old Blake Griffin, but well, I don't see Blake Griffin having Pete, a sustained. No, he was he was yeah, he was keeping the defense, and he was like the only one guarding Giannis Pete, and was actually having some. PJ Tucker out held KD to twenty seven points on like. 22 percent after shooting. they almost made out yeah it was like he was like seven of 30 or something i think the nets just basically call it clear it out let's let's reboot next year with everyone being helped i think i think milwaukee will take it if unless Kyrie comes back 
Yeah, I, I agree with you, but dude, it's one of those things where I personally think that KD is the one of the best top three scores we've ever yeah. seen in the history of the league. And so I have Did a hard time, kind of like LeBron it, or Tom Brady, counting I have a hard time out. counting them out. No matter what circumstances, no matter what things are stacked against them. Yes, but KD um, has never been in a situation where they do play tonight. do it. Yes, they do. They do play tonight, and I I do understand that. Russell Westbrook. But you even look at the 2012 Thunder, where they like KD was the head of that team. Yeah. Like Russell Westbrook, James Harden wasn't. I think it was 2012 or 2011 when they made the finals. Um, or was that later? Say that again. When when they want when. When did the Thunder go to the finals? It was like 2011. 2011, 2012. But this is when KD was like balling out. I think this was close to his MVP season. Russell Westbrook wasn't the triple-double machine that we know now. James Harden was a role player. He wasn't averaging played Miami. Yeah. And so I just think it's one of those things where – I'm trying to find this stat for when we talk baseball. I'm sorry if I was distracted. Cool. Um, I I just think that KD can go off. and We got to see it. We he can average average yeah. 40 points. We got to see it tonight. But on the other hand, um, in the other part of the East, the East Trae semifinal, you villain. have Trey Young and the Hawks versus the 76ers. The series is right now tied at two games apiece. Um, I think that this is all going to come down to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is fragile. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You have to get Joel Embiid, number one, has to stay healthy. And number two, he has to be consistent. He went 0 for 12 for the second half of the last game. I think it was either either fourth quarter or second half of game four. And that can't happen. And I know that we all have off nights, but – Trey Young and those boys are not coming to play around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to a certain extent, the 76ers are kind of – they were cruising. They they were looking ahead thought to Brooklyn, over. and they thought it was over. But Trey Young is coming in and showing him that, hey, big fella, I'm going to be the face of the league. A, I'm going to be that guy who turns villain, up. dude. Bro, the, dude, him getting like – body checked by the Knicks guy and just like shrugging it off and fixing his uniform was such a swaggy move. He bro. doesn't care. He is a villain. I like And it. he has the hair of a villain. And Atlanta Hawks Suns finals would be wild. I would have to Nobody say Nobody would have would predicted be. that. I, I want would, you No, I, you know who I you know who? I would have predicted the Hawks going to the finals because I can't pass them in 2K. I've lost to them two <laughs> times yeah. in the playoffs. And both of them, I've got <laughs> mollywopped by John Collins. No, John Collins is not no, that good. I remember I walked in his room and John Collins just caught like a windmill alley-oop on his head. It was disgusting. And they have Clint Capella. Yeah. Which Clint Capella in itself, we're talking about He's probably, juiced in 2K. Bro, arguably the best rebounder in Doing steroids in 2K. Yeah. He is. For real. All right. So let's move on to... Who do we think comes out of the East? I'm taking Milwaukee. Really? Yeah, I think they got it. Whoever wins the 76ers, Atlanta Hawks, are the people I'm I'm going for. And I think that if Joel Embiid Embiid stays healthy... I don't think the Hawks have a chance against Milwaukee or Brooklyn. Well, if Kyrie and James Harden are both out with Brooklyn. I still don't think the Hawks could. I still don't think M- Milwaukee's good, by the way. So That's fine. I'm going the Nets. Yeah. Um, And the reason why is because, like I said, KD, even though he's 33 or 34, like this man is still 
one of the best scorers scorer. we've ever seen. Um, and so I got to go with the Nets come out of the East, and I would love a Suns Nets finals. That I think that fun. would be amazing. Yeah. I want Chris Paul to win a ring. So I wanted to ask you this earlier when we were talking about like the ejection calls, but what is the worst call that you've ever seen in sports? Steelers, like the, the one that come that comes to your mind. Jesse James catch being a, not a touchdown. The the one in the end zone. Yeah, isn't isn't that one of the ones like Des Bryant's? He didn't survive the ground. Yes. that kind of thing. Even though he wasn't touched. Yeah, but when Jesse uh, James wasn't touched in the Panthers Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos, I forget the receiver who like bobbled the catch and like didn't have was complete, it Jericho Cotri? I think it was like didn't have complete control. We're and, talking about the history of sport. Well, or, I'm extremely well, you biased. Which ones that I've seen? If personally. we yeah. won that game, we would have been the number one seed, had a week off, wouldn't have to face Jacksonville, and the Patriots would have been on the road and not won the Super Bowl that well, year. Well, you would have probably lost to the Patriots like you do every well, single time I pick well, the team. Well, honestly, the Patriots hadn't had a road game in like 20 years at that point, and they would have had to go on the road to Jacksonville. We'll that, see. And they would. What about they you, almost lost to smoking butts Bortles almost in Foxborough. I don't so, give a crap. We're talking hypotheticals. That 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 call was awful. If, if the that Pan- was the year. If the Panthers made the one kick in week one, we would have won the Super Bowl. Honestly, y'all, like that was the, the 2017 year, bro. You the mean in the football or? 2017 one. That was AB Juju, Martavis, Le'Veon. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't want to talk about it. <sighs> Waste of talent. So I'm going with the one. It, I'm a baseball guy, but it's. Uh, this guy, he was a Detroit Tigers pitcher, uh, Galarraga. He was one, literally top of the ninth. Perfect game. Yeah. Mm. It's hit to Miguel Cabrera. Guy throws it to guy throws it to the pitcher. It is noticeably out, noticeably out, and the guy calls him safe. He loses the perfect game. I would if if he would have if he would have get called out that time. He would have had a perfect game. And we're not talking about something in the history of baseball that has happened 23 times. I would fight the ref. On God. Hands. Why did he call him safe? So, it was a bang-bang play. I'm, and this was this is actually the reason why they have... the Detroit Tigers. Yes. But <laughs> this is the reason why they have um, Replay replays in, in baseball right now. So They still get it wrong, though. It, Baseball umpires are so stubborn. Are we really about to watch a YouTube video of you just trying to argue with us that we both agree with you that you're probably correct? No, I want you to see how bad this was. No, I, I believe you. Baseball umpires are so stubborn. Oh, we have an ad. Hold on. So, we have an ad. Nothing is worse than baseball umpires. Uh, okay, we let's see. Turn it down. So, we're... so, first base, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Oh, two outs no. in the ninth inning. The guy knows. He knows. And the umpire felt so bad, he apologized to him the next day. Well, if he felt bad, he should have just reversed no, the call. You, you can't, can't reverse, reverse it. it unless this was replay. before. This was before. Like, he didn't know at this point. Is the, the manager's coming out. So, if you, if you look at it slowly, he catches it. Steps on. Right there. Yeah. He's got a full he's got a full step on him. That's yeah. so bad. And bro, and it's one thing like it didn't cost him the game or anything, but he was about That's to do a lifetime something like what a one in a million. Yeah. Like you have people 
who their whole dream is to have one perfect game. And he had it. Galarraga hasn't done shit since then. He that was his one achievement. And I guess yeah. he got, does go down for infamy does go down in infamy for having the almost perfect game. But it I, I just hated it. The MLB should rectify this and say you can deserve we, a perfect Can we game. talk about like MLB refs like calling strikeouts on pitches that aren't even close. Can we talk about how we should give every ref in the league the same thing they give the umpires to make them all look massive? I would love to see the refs pads in and football stuff. Like running with pads on. The funniest Dude. thing is NFL refs getting caught up in the crossfire and just falling. Yes. Except for Ed Hockley. He knocks boys down. Yeah. Facts. That, rest in peace. <laughs> that man is huge. <laughs> so... Also talking about sports, we got to talk about Christian Erickson, who mm. uh, R.I.P. died. Changing, Real legit, cha- changing <laughs> a, a little bit. Came he, back to life. He legitimately passed out, and and di- he was pronounced dead on the field. He didn't pass out. He died. But they were able to resuscitate him. He's now active, and he's like he is fully aware, yeah. and it seems like everything's good. I don't know what is it too soon to happened. say uh, R.I.P. So he I, ain't dead though, but. No, too soon. <laughs> that's, too soon. <laughs> that's too serious. I, I think what happened was he was playing. He suffered like a, a, a heart attack, a serious one. And one thing that was really awesome, not him having a heart attack, was his team ran around him and mm. protected him from the cameras. Like they blocked the cameras yeah. from seeing him because they they didn't want it publicized. Yeah. Like they actually postponed the game. Like they were like, we are positive. Yeah, it was like game. two hours. It was Denmark versus uh, Norway. Yeah. And then I think Denmark, the team that had the guy like die lost, which is like, he's a That's big, even worse. You got to throw the game. Like, that, yeah, like dude. it's always going to be like a big, what if of like, cause he's like one of the, like not only he's like one of the best no. players, but like he's noticed. He was like, like really star. star. And, and I know that like, Bro, could you imagine if like one of your teammates like practically dies and they go like, "All right, out there, get out well, there, kids!" Dude, that almost. Do you remember the guy who played for uh, Florida during the yeah the tournament and like I think it was during the conference championships or it might have even been in the regular season. But the same thing happened to him. Like he did. I don't think that he fully died. They on didn't the court. know nothing was wrong with him, but he passed out and found out he had like a heart condition. Yeah, yeah, he found out and he had a heart condition. But do we know what like it is? It he, not, is he going to? going to be able to play again i think he'll be able to he's fully resuscitated and he's they got to figure okay. out what it is and see if he needs medicine yeah. or because i think something i think it's just one of those things where it's like i don't care how healthy you are and this is not something that say hey go out there and eat 50 burgers a day but like it's crazy to me how like you have like these paragons of like athleticism like lebron AKA soccer players like bro. like i mean like endurance their endurance is probably like off the charts yeah. and like they're running everywhere in like 90 minutes like up and down like a football field and a half because that's how Americans measure things. We don't do meters or feet. We do football fields. Not even yards. Yeah, like, you know, and just seeing like one of them goes down, it just makes things realize like, yo, like. Life is fragile. I mean, even you could be the peak peak yeah, athleticism and, and anything can happen. And that means you should get to be 600 pounds and do whatever you want. No, don't do that. Don't do what? that. I've asked you this before, but I was talking to one of my mentors, Lauren Schaefer, um, and she said that she was like terrified, like she was screaming at the TV, like she was he's watching dead, it. He's dead. Yeah, she's watched it live. Oh wow! Um, what is probably the scariest, the scariest thing that you've ever seen live? Like Alex the, sca- the scariest injury that you've Alex ever seen Smith's live. injury that like, like yeah. snapped his leg. Because me personally. I can. I'm usually like one of those guys who doesn't get like grossed out. No, that one's bad. But watching a leg bend and touch like a man's shoulder, like mm-hmm. those crazy injuries, it's just one of those things where my mind says to myself, 
no, that's not going to ha- Like, that doesn't, like, my mind knows that's not supposed to happen. Like, that and OBJ's injury back in, like, 2018, where, like, he was still on the Giants and, like, his foot, like, snapped. Oh, his like, ankle came it, out. Yes, like, I mean, it's crazy. I, uh, I'm i biased, but Ryan Shea's ears almost that being was paralyzed. Crazy. Yeah, that one was bad. Anybody who, like. That dude got hit and then just dropped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you and like, it was like a normal tackle. You knew right when it happened that, like, something yeah. is legitimately. Dude, like, I legit cried when he came out, like, the year after walking on the stage to announce the draft And pick. it took him, like, a year to be able to yeah. walk. And he was determined to, like try and play football still and, and i would be like i respect your yeah. decision but no the steelers kept him on like so he could keep the insurance with the team and stuff and now he's like a scout yeah so they took care of him so you gotta respect when you act. take care of your team but i think like that one sorry that one's i'm biased but that one's bad but i, was I don't say, think that's a bias when, yeah when i even when i saw that hit and that man just went i was like oh that dude's like could have i was gonna died. say kevin wears and kevin wears was bad the louisville yeah, his leg came out, and you see his bone on yeah, TV. Yeah, Paul George's injury was Paul nasty George's too. was bad. Came down, just I was like, Probably. did you hear about that? They had the stanchions too close. Yeah, was, like they were playing in like a Euro, like in a different arena or something. And it was not right. It was like an Olympic practice. Yeah, and, uh, and it, the stanchion he, was too close, and that's why his ankle broke. Oh my gosh! Probably one of the worst that I've ever seen personally was kind of going off of the Paul George one was the Gordon Hayward one. Yeah. Um, yeah, first opening you, night, bro. It was, bro, literally like five minutes into you know the, the game. You know the most wild part about that? The memes. No, this is This is kind of funny and sad, but we, we do fantasy football, but we were like, screw it. Let's do a fantasy basketball league because no one knows anything about how the scoring works. I drafted Gordon Hayward oh, like no. an hour before the game started. You cursed him. And then it was like, I was like, man, I got Gordon Hayward. He's doing really good. He goes, Connor, that dude just broke his leg. And I go <laughs> like, well, and then I did not set my lineup for the rest of the year. Wasn't it like the first the first minute? I don't think it was the first minute. It was the first but quarter. It was, it was, I yeah, just remember also, D-Wade like in tears and crap yeah. and like everyone was crying. I do have a question. I don't know how much time we have left. Oh, we're at 37. I did something cool over the weekend. Same. Where we did the football draft where you pick a team and you had to pick a player, but you have to draft in terms of fantasy football for this year. Okay, so give me so for example, you would spin the wheel. You get a team out to fill And unfortunately for me, I got the Texans. So I had to pick a player from the Texans and I chose Fairburn, the kicker. As my fantasy football. Fair. And it's just quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, flex, defense, and kicker. Mm. And it's sort of like our best ever, but you need to choose it in terms of fantasy. So oh. would you choose Lamar Jackson as best ever? Probably not. But, but if you were fantasy. choosing fantasy, That's actually a cool twist. you would need to pick a player you think is going to – like Chris, make, Just for now? Like we're we're, actual, like, we're talking for team. now, right? Like right now, like if okay, you were I didn't. Project I mean, because Barry down, Sanders in twenty twenty one would be off the charts in fantasy. <laughs> no, like I'm saying, like you need a draft for fantasy because you want to do this right now. Oh, I'm saying I didn't know if you guys wanted to try that out because I did it. Over, I think we should do it next week. I think that that's a really yeah. cool idea because like, I thought for example, like we got example, I got Washington. And it was like, well, who would I pick in fantasy? The and defense. It's like, Terry McLaurin. Could well, you I, I do already, defense? Yes, but I already chose the Steelers defense, so I had to choose. Smart uh, choice. Good choice. I like so that choice. I, I th- okay. we usually choice. do like best ever, but <laughs> for example, if you were to get the Cardinals and you already had a wide receiver, would you pick Kyler Murray or would you pick, you know, D-Hop? I'd pick or? A.J. Green. Yeah. Yep. Or James Conner. Or Julio Jones, who got traded to the Titans. Transition. Transition. Um, hey. So, got to talk. I mean, since I know this happened last week, um, before last Jacob Tuesday was in L.A. balling out. 
talking to ladies. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, not talking to ladies. But but we got to talk about the Titans uh, trading for Julio Jones for a second and a fourth round, and the Falcons get the second and a fourth round. Yeah, and the, the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Titans also get a sixth. Don't they, they also get a sixth, but. Does this make, with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, does this make them the best one-two wide receiver combo in the league? No, not yet. Because Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson is also an elite duo. Um, on paper, yeah. On paper, sure. But I think... I think the- Who would you say? Who Like, I, I'm coming up to you, gun to your head. You have to tell no, me the no. best one-two combo wide receivers in the league. Who Who is your number one? Because I would go, I would go AJ Brown, Julio. Because mm. I think AJ Brown is going to be amazing. Um, I think that he is one of the up and coming rising stars. I think that next year he might have his DK Metcalf season. Um, they were teammates with each other in Ole Miss, and they literally are built the same way, like fast, They're built strong. Different. They are <laughs> built different. And Julio Jones, arguably, still top yeah, five wide I, receivers. I, I, as I can, a duo, I put them as a duo, but I like, could see I the stuff to see it. I, I don't think that works. I don't think Julio or AJ Brown is arguably the best or even top three wide receivers at this gr- current no, moment. But, but as a duo, I would say who's winning a fight: Derrick Henry or DK Metcalf? Derrick Henry, DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf benches four hundred pounds. We'll Derek get back Henry to this can later. Just kick him. So across, I'll say this: I just think, runs over him. I think that Julio Jones. We talked about this. We think that that was terrible. Like. He's he, whatever, but I think the threat of Julio, you can no longer try your best to stack the box against Derrick Henry. See, because I, yeah. now it's like Todd Gurley, for example, terrible, stack the box, no weapons. Sean McVay comes in, spread it out. You got to protect the backfield, can't stack the box. Todd Gurley has an explosive breakout. I'm here. not going to downplay Julio because I love Julio Jones. He's the only Falcon I respect. But I think. I think. He's going to play the same role as Corey Davis, but just a little bit better. I don't think so. I think so. I think there's no way. I don't think Corey Davis was that good. I think that Julio, Corey Davis, we're talking about the Titans' Corey Davis. Yeah, he was solid. He was a he solid was, number he two. He was okay. Now, yeah, I mean, okay, I'm not saying. We're talking about Julio okay, Jones, well, who's arguably listen, one of the Listen, top listen, five listen, listen. I love Julio. I, I worded it wrong. I'm just saying, like, A.J. Brown's still going to be the number one. I think that it's going to be 1A, 1B. I don't think that he's arguably going to be Derrick Henry being a a. They're still just going to run the ball the whole time. But I, I don't think, care. So I think that this is going to come down. They're still going to lose to Ryan Tannehill, and I don't think. I think that they are not going to go as far as people think. I think that they might go to the AFC Championship, and arguably, if everything works out, they might be. Bill, we might talk about the top three in the AFC being Bills, Chiefs, Titans. Because they went to the playoffs last year without Julio. Yeah. And so I'm I'm just saying that like I think that it's gonna come down to Ryan Tannehill. And I don't know if Ryan if Ryan Tannehill shows me some people are always saying that Ryan Tannehill's top ten, top twelve, top thirteen. But I yeah, I, I sent that to you. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, but I think that it's going to come down to Ryan Tannehill, and I don't know if he's built different. I don't know if he's built the way to handle you that just, big stage. You just pass rush Ryan Tannehill, he gets jumpy. 
Well, then, he does, yeah. And then when you he's start a, pass rushing him well, too much, he'll just hand the rock off he, to, he, like, a monster, and then you have to get out in the he, back. He thrives in play action, and that's why their offense is so good. And if you have a defense that can limit Derrick Henry to less than 200 yards, yeah. you then pray. you can stop the Titans. But the thing that comes down for the Titans is their defense. And I saw a meme. It was like... Julio Jones catches a 40-yard pass or whatever. Titans still lost 46-36 to because they can't stop nothing. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, it, it, it is going to be interesting to see them play. I, I think Julio will at – I think the the Titans – I mean, also remember, they almost beat the Chiefs last year. Yeah, you know, or two years ago, you mean. Or whatever. And, you know, they, they were really good, and I know they lost to Baltimore, and they were on that revenge game and the, and the, and the logo stuff, but – I just need That's to see. Be a nasty I, team. I need to see them play on paper. They look phenomenal, but yeah, so did OBJ nasty. and Jarvis. So it's like we'll just have to see it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not as high on. I'm not as high on Justin Jefferson as everybody else is. I think that Justin Jefferson is going to be great, um, but if we're talking about the future of the league, like top. He is a great route runner. He is a great route runner, and he has didn't these he have intangibles. A, didn't he break like he most did rookie break records? It, and I understand that, but I'm not sold yet. Like people are saying that Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are like number one, number two as the best dynamic Shoot, duo. I think Amari Cooper and CD Lamb are a better duo than them. I wouldn't even go that far. I think that well, I would rather have Odell and Jarvis. I, I would rather listen. Fair. Think of it this way. Dak Prescott, do you think he's a good quarterback? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Baker Mayfield, don't answer this question. Do you think Baker Mayfield's okay or good quarterback? Average. Yeah, I think he's okay. I think Kirk Cousins. Where are you ranking him in the three here? Um, I'll give you your list. Right below below Baker. Right below what? I put Kirk over Baker. I put I put Baker top twelve. I put Kirk top fifteen. Are you he, kidding me he, right he, now? Listen, listen, Baker know, has the, one of the highest completion percentages in the past two years. Uh, Don't get me wrong. He's not going to have flashy 300, 400, 500-yard games. Uh, that's why I didn't ask but about Baker. He has, but, I mean, I know that you're AFC North rivals, but, like, I'm you got to you gotta bias. I think Kirk's better than Baker. Okay, okay. that's fine. I but think he's a better passer. But I'm saying that I think that. He's a good completion percentage because they don't trust him to throw. That's why they run it the whole time. Well, so, so that's the same you thing with make Kirk him Cousins. Th- make Baker throw more than 25 times. He's throwing two picks. Kirk Cousins has had Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson. Baker Mayfield. How do you think Justin Jefferson got all those yards? Who's throwing the ball? Justin, they also had Dalvin Cook, who was a monster Baker runner last Mayfield year. And he put a better Jarvis, Baker with a better running back. Baker has had Jarvis and a half of Odell. Half. Okay. And Big Ben had Julio Jones and AB. We're talking about Kirk Julio Jones. We're talking about Kirk Cousins. I was just Brown. saying Antonio Brown. Listen, I was saying was Justin Jefferson managed to get this many yards with Kirk Cousins. Now, yes, Kirk Cousins can sling the rock, but nobody's saying he is going to be my franchise quarterback, and I want him for the future. But him doing that with Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook, like having explosive years, I think that gives a little bit torch because CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, yes, they're fantastic. So Nick Chubb's not explosive? Not That's, as much as Dalvin. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin oh, Cook's I'm retiring top two, from this top debate. three. I'm retiring no, what I'm, from what this I'm debate. Saying, I'm not talking about fantasy football right now. I'm talking about Me neither. Act, I'm talking about actual football. I'm saying this I'm right now. I'm pulling up Kirk's stats right now. CeeDee Lamb. I'm getting offended. Oh, my God. 
I didn't mean to say this. All I was saying was I think that Justin Jefferson has done more with less on a team than Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Jarvis Kirk Cousins, 2020, 4,265 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 picks, 105 passer ratings. I didn't mean to cause a controversy. Baker just, Mayfield, 3,563 yards, <laughs> 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 95 ratings. The proof is in the pudding. Well, that's statistics, and statistics right. can be. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a quick game. I, I, I love games like this. I, right. I'm not, I think Baker's a good quarterback, and I, I'm going on a record and saying would you that. Put, would, if you but win, I'm putting Dak, Kirk, Baker. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're going <laughs> to play a game. We're we should do put, a debate with Avery about this. All right, we'll, we'll do it one day. <laughs> Did you want to do a debate with Jake this segment? Yeah, but nobody really. It's not even me to a do debate it, so. because we all agree. We're going to talk about that in a second. Wait, what debate were we going to have? You'll, you'll okay. see. You'll see. All right, so we're going to do a game called this or that. I'm okay. going to give you. I'm going to go through each one, and you're you're not going to tell me why. You're going to just tell me yes, which one? Hey, you first, then me. Let's just keep it okay. simple. All right, for each one. For each one. No, because so. what I'm going to do is you'll see in a second. So why we answer at the same so time. So we alternate. No, so I'm going to go through the entire thing with okay. you and the entire thing okay. with you. Okay. okay. All right. Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz or Gardner Minshew. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz or Drew Locke. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz or Cam. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz or Mitchell Trubisky. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz or Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Teddy? Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Tua? Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Alex Smith? Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G, it has Taysom Hill, but I'm not giving him the light of day in this podcast. Um, Jimmy (laughs) G or they have Andy Dalton on here above Jimmy G. You cannot say that Taysom Hill and Andy Dalton are better than Jimmy G. They said Mitchell Trubisky is better than Jimmy G. Further back. Yes. Are you doing like blasphemous a, a stats versus what you actually think? No. So this is just the power rankings, oh, okay. and I want to see okay. which ones you have higher. Okay. So uh, Jimmy G or Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts? Hurts. Hurts or Goff? Hurts. I hate Jared Goff. Hurts uh, <laughs> or Fitzpatrick? Fitz. Fitzpatrick or Ben? Ben. Ben or Drew? We're Drew, talking last Drew, year. Ben over Drew from last year. Drew, sorry, Adam. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Ben or Joe Burrow? Ben. Ben played ben the year. Ben or Phillip? Ben. Ben or Dak? Dak. They have Dak at 16. That is blasphemous. Please. Dak or Kirk? Dak. Dak or Matt? Matt Ryan? Dak. Dak or Matthew Stafford? That's tough. I'm, we're starting to, we're at 13 right I'm going to take Dak. All right. Dak or Derek Carr? Dak. Dak or Baker Mayfield? Dak. Baker Mayfield. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, Dak or Kyler? Dak. Dak or Justin Herbert? Mm, Dak. Dak or Ryan Tannehill? Dak. Dak or Lamar? Hmm. You Dak. Oh, I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> I think Dak's a better passer. Dak or Russell? Russell Wilson. Russell or Josh Allen? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson or Deshaun? Last he's not even, year. He's not even Last playing. Last year alone. Russell. Um, Russell or uh, Patrick? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick or uh, Tom? Mm, Patrick. Patrick or Aaron? 
I have to say Patrick, but I like Aaron a lot. Okay, so Jimmy G had a good run for a little while. Patrick is your number one, obviously, and Dak was a surprising pick for you. All right, Connor, I turn to you. Wait, Here we what's go. What's my top ten? We're not. We'll oh. think about that another day. Oh. I just wanted to do with this or okay. that. I saw it on Colin Coward's one. This is kind of cool. And it was cool. It's t- it's tough. It is tough. Carson Wentz went further than he should have, but that's because you gave me a bunch of bums. Well, we're going off last year's stats. Then Carson Wentz was a bum. Oh. All right, Sam Donald, Carson Wentz. I gotta go Carson. <laughs> Carson or Gardner? Well, if we're going off last year, I would take Gardner Minshew last year over Carson Wentz. All right, Gardner or Drew Lock. Gardner. And this is basically whatever you want it to be. So if you're if you want to interpret this I'm as going based last, on last year, I'm going alone, last year's or stats. I'm just basing you, it off current like recency. I'm yeah. going off last year's stats, and if you want my opinion for this year in like terms of success, it's going to be a different thing. I'm okay. going off like so mine's we're going like last, last year. Mine's right. last year into this. So you said Garner met you over Drew Lock? Yes. Garner or Cam? Cam was sick, so I got to go Gardner. Garner or Mitchell? I'm Trubisky? Not, it's got to be Gardner. I'm not choosing Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Gard, uh, Gardner Minshew or Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Teddy? Jimmy G. Oh, didn't see that one coming. It's hard, uh, isn't it? Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Jimmy, Bridgewater couldn't Jimmy do Jimmy or Tua? Jimmy G. I think Tua admitted he didn't even read the playbook. I'm uh, not picking that man. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy G or Alex Smith? Jimmy G. I'm skipping over J- Taysom Hill and Andy Dalton again. He needs to be Sorry, in the back. Adam. Who? Um, Taysom Hill. Um Oh, taste can burn. Don't, yeah. Um, Daniel Jones <laughs> or Jimmy? He said taste can burn. I would still burn. probably choose Jimmy G. Jimmy G or Jalen Hurts? Jimmy G. I didn't see enough of Jalen to make a solid opinion on him. Jared Goff or Jimmy G? Jared Goff. I mean, he brought the Rams. Jared Goff. You don't have to explain yeah. it. Your words just kind of flying through him. Um, Jared Goff or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Jared Goff. I almost said Mika Fitzpatrick. What? Um, Jared Goff or Ben? Jared Goff. Jer- Stop. Stop. <laughs> Jared Goff or uh, Drew Brees? Drew Brees. Drew Brees or Joe Burrow? I still have to choose Brees. Brees or Phillip? I love Brees or Phillip? Brees. Um, Brees or Dak? Dak. Dak or Kirk? Dak. Dak or Ryan? Ryan Tannehill. Um, Matt Ryan. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Dak. Um, Dak or Matthew Stafford? Dak. Dak or Derek Carr? Dak. I don't even know why Derek Carr's that high. Um, he had a really good year. Dak or Baker Mayfield? This is not a contest. This is probably a Dak. I mean, Dak did get hurt, and I don't know, I but he's he going to do it. I thought he was going to do it. I don't. It. Listen, I, Baker Mayfield did bring his team out there, and it was awesome, but I'm also going off I like. Would. I'd if you leave. extrapolate Dak's season, he would have been like god tier. He would have probably been MVP. Yeah, I I agree with you. So Dak or Kyler, Dak, Dak or Justin Herbert. I would take Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert or Ryan Tannehill. That's spicy. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert or Lamar. Lamar. Lamar or Russell, Wilson. That's a tough. Russell. One. Russell Wilson or Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen or Deshaun. Josh Allen. Jo- Josh Allen or Pat? Pat. And just keep it going and the rest Pat, of the way. And Pat, Tom Brady, Pat, yeah. and Pat, Aaron Rodgers, Pat. Yeah. All right. Would you? Would you I'll like? do you. All right. Wink. And I'm going. Heard. <laughs> you can start from 38. CJ beat hard. Um, <laughs> beat hard. I thought it was Bethard. I just like calling him So beat hard. you just 
go Carson Wentz versus this person. Yeah, and you just got to remember who won. Okay, Wentz versus Darnold. Uh, Darnold. Darnold Heineke. Uh, uh, you go up. Oh, whoops. so you're going. I was so confused. I was like, oh, did okay. I miss Heineke? Okay, He's okay, like- okay. So Darnold versus Minshew. Um, Minshew. Minshew had a really surprisingly good okay. year. Go ahead. Minshew over Lock. Uh, yeah, Minshew over Lock. Yeah. All right, Minshew versus Cam. Uh, Minshew, yeah. Minshew versus Trubisky. Uh, I would go with Trubisky is better you sh- than. You sh- I would go with Trubisky is better than, <laughs> than right. Minshew. I want you to leave your own house. <laughs> Trubisky versus Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G versus Teddy. Uh, Jimmy G. G- Jimmy G versus Tua. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G versus Alex Smith. Jimmy G. Burn Taysom. Jimmy G versus Dalton. Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy G versus Daniel Jones. Um. That was a tough one for me. Daniel Jones because Jimmy G didn't have enough playing time yeah. last year. All right, Daniel Jones versus Hurts. Um, Daniel Jones. All right, Daniel Jones versus Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jared Goff. Jared Goff versus Big Ben. Based on last year, I'm... You're not going to upset me. You say what you I'm going to go with Jared Goff. All right, Jared Goff versus Drew. Jared Goff. Jared Goff versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, even though he only played like half the season, but Joe Burrow. I want to choose that too. Joe Burrow versus Phillip Rivers. Uh, Joe. Joe Burrow versus Dak Prescott. Dak. Dak versus Kirk. Dak. Dak versus Matt Ryan. Dak. Dak versus Staffy. Stafford. Stafford versus Carr. Uh, Stafford. Stafford versus Baker. Stafford. Stafford versus Kyler. Kyler. Kyler versus Herbert. Kyler. Kyler versus Ryan Tannehill. Kyler. Kyler versus Lamar. 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 No, no, I'm sorry. I'm going I'm going uh I'm going Kyler again. Right. Kyler versus Russell Wilson. Russell. Russell versus Josh Allen. Russell. Russell versus Deshaun. Deshaun. Deshaun versus Patrick. Patrick. Patrick then, versus Tom. Yeah. And Patrick versus Aaron. Yeah. Cool. So, the reason why I did that is because we were talking about... Show our favoritisms. Yes. See, I wanted to see who was the high rankers, who were the low rankers. We'll talk about next week. We could actually do our top 10 right now, but um, I wanted to hear that. So, also going on... So, we got to kind of speed through this. Um, Also going on in sports, we saw the College Women's World Series. Um, We saw uh, James Madison University at Division II actually... um, and. Um, Round of applause. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it was honestly super impressive. Um, I can't remember the pitcher. Yeah, what's what's the pitcher's name? It's Odyssey uh, Odyssey Alexander. That's her name. Um, she, apparently, she pitched over like a, a thousand pitches in like ten days. That should be which illegal. Is out, literally outrageous. Stud. So the reason why that happens is because in softball they don't have to take breaks between games mm-hmm. like. Uh, like the men MLB. do. So like in the MLB, you only play once every five games. Whereas in softball, you pitch every single game, wow. um, which is outrageous. Um, but softball is a women's sport because men can't handle it. Sure. Men can't handle softball. I think they would collapse. I don't think so. I, um, out of here. I don't know. And I, I I kind of understand what you're saying, but in terms of pitching, maybe. But we're all like men are also throwing ninety, ninety-five miles. I was just an hour. saying something for women empowerment. Not you don't have Happy to give Pride me a Pride Month. Me and Jacob hate women, so 
<laughs> Facts. I'm, I'm, um, that's a joke. Yeah. Sure. Um, joke is we're not joking. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> um. No, but softball's lit, it's, dude. It's one of those things where. Like it was honestly, you want to talk about Cinderella stories yeah, in sports? That's, that's they beat the number one Oklahoma team. Mm-hmm. They beat the number five Oklahoma State team. Oklahoma was in there twice. And then they beat somebody else to get to like the the second to last round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then they beat NC State. They lost. They might have beat NC State. I couldn't remember who the third team they beat was, but they lost Oklahoma again in the kind of final four. Um, and then we saw Oklahoma go against Florida State, and I think Oklahoma won in a two out of three yeah. game match. They had that big girl pitching. Yes, big Chungus. But <laughs> again, we hate women. <laughs> No, I, I honestly, I'm just joking. I, you I, know what? You know I'm gonna get canceled for this. I think softball is the most annoying college sport to watch. Really? Because every time wow. any highlight happens, all you hear is yeah! You definitely just destroyed my dad's speaker. Sorry, Mr. Miller. Um. So, but am I wrong? No, I I think that it's very <laughs> team oriented. Yeah, I'm a and hater. And so, like the little league, like we want. Let's go team. Like is. that happens a lot more in softball. Which name, isn't what's that guy's that, name? Huh? That kid's name is like my name is something something and I hit dingers. A uh, big owl and I hit dingers. My name's Big Owl and I hit dingers. Yeah. My name is Big Chungus. Big Chungus. And I strike out these women. Hurt. So also Sorry. what we saw <laughs> is that we also saw the men's college world series bracket is fully set. Mm. Um we have NC State, which made it. Good for them. Um, and so right now it is in, it is NC State going against Stanford. We have Arizona going against Vanderbilt. We have Tennessee going against uh, Virginia. Hey, and UNC- then I think we have Texas going against Mississippi State. UNCC was in the college. They so were in the they, they were, were in the college kind of playoff. Mm. They won their first game, but then lost their next two games, which was sad. Um, Pain. But NC State. Representing our North Carolina boys, yes sir. Um, I I don't know who are the favorites. Vanderbilt's all, Vanderbilt's supposed to have the number one draft pick this year. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a black pitcher, but he's just outstanding. Oh, he's gonna be the Pirates' number one pick. He <laughs> apparently he is the like apparently the Vanderbilt team. Pitches faster, like their average fastball mm-hmm. is faster than the Chicago Cubs' starting rotation. I think their their starting fastball averages at like ninety two, and the Cubs starting rotation is like ninety or something like that. Fire everyone in Chicago. <laughs> they're actually first in the. I Central. was about to say they're tied for first in their division. Speaking so of whatever Chicago, works. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob saw them play the Padres in San Diego a week I did ago. See, watch this debate with Jake. I missed. So, I think that Jacob Degrom needs to be MVP, and the reason why is because. Pitchers, good pitchers are few and far between. And you remember when we looked at uh, Bob Gibson and we saw his ERA, mm-hmm. right? You remember when the, his ERA was like 1.2, which was just astronomical? Unheard of. Yeah. Right now. DeGrom's is 0.62. R- right now, DeGrom's is 0.56. Oh. Is he using a banned substance? From what I understand, Man. every single person in the Mets organization has come and said he is not like he is all natural. Like, 
and it's wild. And if he is all natural, he is finishes his season, and he can prove he is all natural. That is the greatest pitching performance you know, we have ever witnessed in MLB history. You know the worst part about it is they're losing. He's still six and two. Yeah, he has given up in the entire season. He has given up four runs, four earned runs, yeah. and they have still lost two games that he has started pitching. Because the Mets suck. Bro, it's so wild to me. Like, now don't get me wrong. I think he obviously needs to be MVP. And I, the only reason why some people are saying that he doesn't is because of that positionism that happens a little bit in baseball. Of like, in order for a pitcher to be MVP, he's got to be heads and bounds above everybody else. And the last his, one to happen was Clayton Kershaw. His, his data that MLB players love that if he continues on this track and ends with below one mm-hmm. as his ERA, well, he's is, definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. That is the greatest pitching performance. He's they gonna, even beats Randy Johnson. He's, he's going to win the Cy Young, obviously, right? <laughs> Randy John, this man and Randy, yeah, me and him go. Are we still talking about so, We used to play on the Diamondbacks together. So in, so since eighteen eighty. Which we don't count 1880s no, baseball. Me, so, since the lowest earned run average in a se- season by a single player was by Eugene Bremer, who had a .711 average, which is .17 more than Jacob, Jacob DeGrom's right now. That well, is just if he keeps literally up, insane He's to just going to be the best pitcher. I'm letting you know right now, if Jacob DeGrom can – can keep this up. Oh, and for, he, he's hit batting like 350. He has bro, I saw this stat. He has given up four runs. He has five RBIs this season. He has more RBIs than runs. He has runs. more RBIs than earned runs as a pitcher. That this listen, I think the only reason he why rakes. I think the only reason why is pitcher because pitchers who rake. I, I think that it's the banned substance thing that's keeping him from winning that everyone thinks that every pitcher is using. No, Garrett substance. Cole's about to get exposed now with the new MLB rule. Go since since you brought it up, go so ahead and explain. The MLB it. is going to be suspending players with pay, so it's a little slap on the wrist. A ten day rule for using like maple syrup mixed with like something else to have better Pine tar or something like gripping that. enhancers or something. Do it be gripping. And apparently, <laughs> this is supposed to be their punishment for essentially cheating. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just wild because it's just one of those things where like Jacob Degrom. .56 ERA, has five RBIs. Um, but on the American League side, we've got to talk about Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who yeah, right now is in the is in the race for a triple crown, the first one to happen since Miguel Cabrera. And Miguel Cabrera was the first one to do it since was the 1970s. It hits, RBIs, so and it's hits, uh, So it's batting average, home runs, and RBIs. Right now he is the leader in home runs and in RBIs and is like third in batting average with like a three like a 340 mm-hmm. batting average. So MVP running? I mean, he has to be. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, some people are saying that Shohei needs to get it just because Shohei's done stuff that nobody's ever seen before, mm-hmm. like he's pitching at a high level, hitting at a high level, but we're talking about a guy who like in terms of hitting and hitting alone, like this man right now has a 343. Right now, the first in the American League, second above all of them. 
He has 22 home runs, which leads the league, and 56 RBIs, which leads the league as well. Mm-hmm. Also, two stolen bases. Shout out to those two stolen yes, bases. Sir. Can I tell you guys, are we still talking about this? Yeah, go a ahead. crazy baseball stat about the Yankees. Sure. So, well, it's about the Diamondbacks, too. The Arizona Diamondbacks are 20-47 and 47 with a .299 winning percentage, the worst, re- the worst record in baseball by a three-game margin. They've lost 20 straight road games. And they Dang. and they have scored more runs this season with 280 than the New York Yankees with 252. That's tough. The Yankees also have the can can you can you talk in the mic, please? The Yankees this year have the lowest percentage of covering the betting spread of any other team in the league. The more you know, so, so the, they don't bet on the Yankees. That's until what you hearing. do and you win big, baby. I mean, first uh, first sweep and what New York. By Boston in a, in like ten years, Boston swept New York. Yeah, I tell you what, somebody who's been surprising to me has been Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw is like right now tied for second in wins with eight. Quiet, quiet season for him. Quiet also- season, but I think that it also boils down to when he wins, he's dominant. But when he loses, because he's, he's eight and five right now, mm-hmm. and he has a three point three ERA, which is definitely. Far removed from the Jacob DeGrom. Can we talk about my Oakland Athletics being first in the AL West? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. That's about it. Who, who else Giant, is in the Giants AL West, are first know? in the NL West. Yeah. But it's like they're like one game ahead and everyone's like two behind them. Except for the Rockies. Or the Diamondbacks, I should Athletics, say. Athletics, Astros, Angels, Mariners, Rangers. Astros are how much back? Um, two and a half games? Two and a half games. Well... Baseball is going to have a fun finish. I think I love baseball, and I'm excited to see like an actual. I just love like full season because the thing is, is that people who are going to break records, like a lot of their records, might not happen now because of that short season last mm. year. Because like, if you think about it, Mike Trout totally. was only able to have 15 home runs, where in a full season, a whole full 182 yeah, like games, 50. he could have had 50 home runs, and so he just lost 35 mm. prime home runs in it. Like during his prime. That's why Pujols is never going to catch Hank. I think that Pujols. I don't think that Pujols was ever going to catch Babe. Joking or uh, not Babe uh, Barry Bonds. But I do think that like he could have had saving twenty home runs last year. Yeah. That would put him in prime position to catch a Rod, which kind of sucks. Um, last thing before I, I know that we ran long. Was it ten minutes over? Um, but. We also got to talk about the three-way goat that is tennis. I know we don't talk about tennis Nadal, on this podcast, Federer, but and we got to talk about Jokic or Djokovic. That's his yeah, name. Djokovic, not a, Nadal, who won and the Federer. French Opus, French Open. That gives him nineteen Grand Slams. Grand Slams, or no? I I, I don't know if something different because here's the thing: is that he's won like nineteen major yeah. titles. I saw this and on Sports Center. N- Nadal has won twenty. Federer has won twenty, but. The thing that sets Djokovic apart from everybody else is, he's is that he's like the only twice. third. He's the only third man in tennis history to complete the grand, career Grand Slam twice. Yeah, he has won every single major tournament twice, at least twice. Yeah, which is wild. And the other two haven't. Yeah, so he's like right above them. Well, technically, so technically, in terms of career wins, he's one below the rest of them mm. because. Federer and Nadal are at 20. He's at 19. But he's the only one out of the three who have done everything. He has won all four twice, Yeah, which is wild. But tennis is cool. 
tennis is cool because there's not one person that you could arguably say they're all great. that's the best and they all because best like, each other all the time because Fe- you could say Federer like in 2010s he was the best because Nadal and Djokovic were kind of just starting out Nadal or yeah Nadal is like the best on red clay he like has the most red clay wins above anybody else mm. but Djokovic is kind of like the most all around like yeah. we just talked about he has won every single one yeah. at least twice so I, I think that Tennis you, is always cool because it's not like you look at basketball, you look at baseball, you look at football. More than likely, there's going to be one person or maybe two people who like stand stand at the top of the mountain. But we're talking about three guys who are at the top and dominating. are like always fighting, and we're witnessing their greatness. Like they're still dude. Tennis winning. players got the most swag when they win. They be cocky. I can't even blame them. Also. Fun fact, Djokovic also has the most career earnings ever in the history of tennis. Mm. But based on like Win, I think he's like won winning? like yeah, I think he's won over 250 million based on his I'm, winning. I'm in a wrong sport. Yeah. It it's wild. It's wild, but he's also won 19 championships or but whatever. Federer got that Nike deal. So he good. They Hey, Roger Federer. I want y'all to know Rafael Nadal, he got the Trey Young hair. I mean, I, I said it. Nadal's low-key a villain, though, so it makes sense that he's got the villain All hair. tennis players are villains. Not Federer. He's, he's been painted as the good guy. Nadal's been, like, the villain, and Djokovic is, like, the middle middle ground. Yeah. Well, guys, I think this has been a good podcast. Yeah. Um, we greatly appreciate you listening. Um, tune in next week where we will give you our top ten. And we'll do that uh, fantasy football thing. We'll also do the fantasy football thing. And we'll also talk about round three of the NBA, uh, playoffs. NBA playoffs, which will be happening. It won't be over by then? It Not ends, round three. It ends Sunday. Some, I think so. It should end Sunday the or Monday. Second, the second round should be happening. Um, the second round should be ending. By we Sunday. should be in the conference finals. By next week. Heck yeah. Cool. All right. Can you say it into? Can you say it into the mic? All right. We have Pat who's bringing stats. That's a lot to repeat. Jacob DeGrom struck out so many people so quickly, he's the fastest one to do it. For a starter. For a starter. Since, like, the invention of baseball back in, like, the 1800s. So, apparently, he he struck out 100 people in 61 and a half innings or whatever it is, and that's the fastest to do, reach 100. That's insane. He's averaging under two strikeouts. Well, no one's debating about Just Degrom against you because it'd be stupid to debate anyone's better than him right Especially now. Especially in the National League, if you were like, "All right, who's better, Shohei, Vlad, or Jacob?" Like, it would be it would be a toss up. Yeah. But National League, I really don't see anybody really giving him a show. No. But guys, right, we boys. appreciate you. We will see you guys next week. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Peace Bye. out.